Yeah. Put it like this. So you already know you're listening to Put It Like This podcast and Put It Like This. You can make a whole lot of bad moves, but it only takes one good move to get you going in the right direction. Believe that. So on this episode, we have someone who I honestly admire and respect very much. We have the godfather of hip-hop scene in Central Florida and owner of the record label Illsboro. James DJ Sandman is hanging out with us, man. Hey, man. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, man. And, and also... I'm happy to be here. Happy to be here. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, we happy to have you, man. And, and also, we have our resident hip-hop head who can usually tell you anything you want to know from Rock Kim to Rod Digger. It's my brother from another, Omar Farrow Fitzy, in Peace. the building, Peace. in the building. <laughs> Thank you. It's always an honor to, um, you know, partake and um, shout out to our today's guest, Mr. Sandman, the DJ. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Tampa. Been been on the ground many years. Yes, sir. So, um, let's, let's let's get to it, man. Let's get to the so, shit. So 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 first off, you know, uh, I appreciate y'all for coming on and giving us y'all time. You know, especially you, Sam, man, because I know you're a busy man with the label and everything else going on, you know? Hey, man, I- I'm happy to be here with y'all, man. I appreciate you reaching out, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, no doubt, man, okay. no doubt. So so uh, what what actually made you start a label? What made you start a label? So, I mean, I mean, like, ever since I've been doing, doing hip-hop, you know, since way back in the day, since I was a shorty, mm-hmm. I was always um, pushing you know, the culture, like the, the, the local artists, I was pushing local artists for a long time, you know, cause I was a local artist and mm-hmm. we, we jumped on stages and me as a DJ, you know, I met so many artists, so many people, you know, so many amazing people mm-hmm. that are doing music. And, um, and I've always been just pushing, pushing people, you know, so I've always wanted to have a label and have that outlet to help push people more. Mm-hmm. And then just in, and you know, I've been DJing on the radio for years mm-hmm. and getting <laughs> a 2020 and then the pandemic hit. So all that kind of changed up and the clubs Ooh. changed up. So I wasn't working too much. Right. And then I was presented with an opportunity from um, Symphonic Distribution. Mm-hmm. Big yeah. shout out to them because they're, they're a big player in the digital distribution world of music today. You know, Billboard sure. has them as one of the top 10 players like the last few years. Mm-hmm. And um, so their, their main office, they're based out of Tampa and they kind of reached out to me, you know, and, and just wanted to sit down and talk. Mm-hmm. And I went and talked with them and I just, it just turned into a good opportunity to, to launch the label at that time, you know? Okay. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. That's and, then, and then, you know, and, and like we wanted a label that, that would represent my hometown, Tampa, yeah, T-Town. Um, but, <laughs> right, Tampa, Florida. But it's not just going to be for Tampa. I mean, of course, I'm going to focus on some groups and artists from Tampa. Right. But it's going to be worldwide. You know what I mean? So, That's real. So I chose the name. You know, I, 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 it took me a while to come up with a, with a good name. I had a list about 12, you know. <laughs> and, um, and when I, I finally came up, I just thought Illsboro. I narrowed it down to two. And then. You know we're in Hillsborough County here, right? So I, I I just dropped that and made it Hillsboro, kind of like the boroughs of New York, yeah. instead of how they uh, spell Hillsboro. Yeah. And um. Uh, and you know, and and that was it. So and made it hip hop. Hillsboro, 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 yeah, Hillsboro. So it's kind of a play on Hillsboro. Yeah, it's a, it's a play on that, and yeah. it, it was just like the perfect name, you know. And and the website wasn't taken. You know, I had a couple other names, but you know, the, 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 um, the dot com was taken. So oh, I man. searched, I, I researched all of them, you know, the what domain can I get? Name. Yeah. The domain yeah. was gone, yeah. but I got the com. I got it. You know, I got the Instagram, I got all of that. And then we launched it. Word up. Man. Yeah. Man. Just in, in July, we announced it in July of this year. And then our first release 
was August 14th. Um, wow. We okay. put out the, um, a single by Dynasty. Yeah, I, rem- I, d- I actually followed that track. Yo, you okay. got you got you got you one there too. You got you one there. Uh, I appreciate it, man. Yo, I love Dynasty, man. Like yeah, man. her and I've been working together for a long since like 09. So um when I launched the label and you know, I was like, we we just she's like, you know, I'm down to put something out through that through that label because we've just been doing it, you know, on our own for a minute. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've been doing it on our on our own, um, her and I since like 09. So hmm. That would that had to be like my first release, you know. Word. And uh. the song was called Attention, so I kind of used that, you know, to get everyone's <laughs> yeah. attention. You know, and that and that wasn't even planned. That just happened. She had already right. had the song recorded. She's like, "This is the song I just did. Check it out." You know. You see how so, everything and, fall in line, man. It's like yeah, every, it just everything in, just just falls in place where it needs to be at, man. It just fell in place, man. Yeah. So that, yeah, was, a, man. that was a good thing. Yeah, man. Yep. So so what you picking up the hat of label owner? Uh, does that coincide with your DJing? Like, I know a few people, they'll look at it as like a conflict of interest if they don't understand the craft, right? if, if they don't right. understand the business. I mean, with me, it's not a conflict of interest. I mean, I've always been, um, everything I've done, I, I don't, you know, I don't try to be biased or, you know, hate on other people that are successful. Like, right. I want everyone to succeed. Right. Mm-hmm. So, with my DJing, I mean, I'm still doing that um, to my fullest capacity. I mean, right now, it's the DJing slowed down just because of the pandemic, yeah. you know. But I'm but I'm doing some things here and there. Like we can't tour right now or do a lot of shows. Yeah. But um. Yeah. But, but you know, I'm still doing that. But I still have a lot more time and free time because I'm not doing the radio. I'm not. I, I was doing the radio here in Tampa like every day, you know, I was yeah. on every single day. Right. And that took a lot of my time. So right now I'm just doing like, um, like I'm doing a mix show on 95.7 to beat in California, but I'm wow. not on every day. You know, it's just like a, it's just kind of like a weekend thing. Shout okay. out to the mix kit. That's the DJ crew that I'm in from the, they gave me that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a lot more time to focus on, um, on pushing some artists and getting some music out to the world, you know, because exactly. before I was running around crazy, DJing <laughs> this party, this party, then I'm at the radio here, then I'm home doing pre-mixes for the radio, and then I'm yeah. back at the radio voice tracking. <laughs> so it just kind of, the timing just worked out, you know, the timing just worked out. So, but I'm still, you know, I still got artists, you know, I know a lot of artists because artists always want the DJ to play their music, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I, I, exactly. I hear music. I get music all of the time, like every day, almost probably mo- almost every day. I get someone sending me some music. So I have before I didn't have a lot of time to listen to it all. Now I have a lot more time. I still don't have enough time to listen to all of it since it's a lot. Yeah. But yeah. I still can dedicate more time to find, um, you know, some new exciting artists to try to help them get out there. You Word know. Up. Oh. Up, yeah. So, so um, you had an opportunity to work with a lot of legends like Nas, Talib, Kweli, Wu Tang. Mm. Like, who did yeah. you have the most fun working with all together? Mm. Oh man, that's a hard question because I, I, I cherish <laughs> all of them moments, man. I cherish all of them moments. Mm, I'm you sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, I mean, some of the first guys that Ooh. I that I actually started working with. I, I gotta shout them out would be the boot camp click, um Black Moon. Oh, okay. And, and um and Smith and Wesson. Right. Black yeah. Moon, Smith and Wesson, Helter Skelter, and OGC. Um, because back back when they when they were first coming out, I was doing college radio mm. at um the University of South Florida. Sure. And <laughs> and during those times, you know, I was down here breaking all those records, you know, like Black Moon, Mob Deep, Nas, mm-hmm. yeah. Wu Tang. You know, Biggie, I remember when Puff started Bad Boy, you know, and I got his business card, I got his little postcard and everything before he even had records out. Wow. You know? wow. So that like I was crazy. I was down here doing hip hop, you know. And um so I do gotta shout boot camp because those were my some of my funnest times because that was the beginning of mm-hmm. started booking artists and working with artists and KRS one as well, because I did a lot of shows with KRS one. 
but I started out, you know, just booking him and, and him throwing a show and then we built the relationship. So there was a couple times when he, he came to the city and he's like, yo, I need you to DJ. You want to DJ for me? So I got to do his whole sets, you know what I mean? Uh, and that was exciting. Oh Same thing God. with, um, there's just, a, there's so many of them, man, like Raekwon, for instance. I mean, I DJ for Raekwon here, like I, as his DJ in Tampa, but um, at the A3C Festival in Atlanta, I went up there too and DJed with him, you know? Oh, word. And, and, and that was big to me because I'm, I'm Raekwon's DJ and, and um, you know, as Raekwon, I got Ninth Wonder beside me. I got Rook from Justice League <laughs> on the other side of me. Oh and they're all like, look at what we're going to do next, you know? And like, what? like, it was just exciting, man. Yo. And then we brought Jizza out. And then there was people in, in, in the audience from Tampa, like all in the front row. So they knew me. So like every time there was pause, they're like shouting me out. You know what I'm saying? Like the crowd shouting. Yeah. So that was that was exciting to me. You know what I'm saying? I felt I felt kind of I felt good about that. And then I had some people hit me because it was broadcast on some TV. Because there were some people back hitting me, sending me screenshots of their TV. Like yo, I see you with Raekwon on TV. You know. So that that was an exciting moment. That was a good. That was that was pretty exciting for me. And and when you mentioned Nas, like that was. That was really big, man, because I'm like, mm. I like, I love Nas. Like, he's one of my favorite artists, you know? If you know hip-hop, you love Nas. I mean, you have to. Right, right, right. And um, dose, and, and I, I, like I said, I was breaking Nas records when he first started, you know? Like, I got, he signed some promo photos and all that, like, thanking me for, for breaking them and stuff. But um, a friend of mine was, uh, a friend of mine that I work with a few times, a promoter, he had him in the city, and he just, he hit me. And he's like, yo, we're going to do this Nas show. I need you on it. Da, da, da. And then it turned into his manager hit me like, yo, what Nas joints you got? Let's do it. Like they needed me to DJ for him. So I actually got to DJ his set too. So that was big for me, you know, Damn. DJing for Nas. Well, like you oh, are hip hop, sir. Yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. I DJ for a lot. I, I mean, I've done a lot of shows, you know, and, and when I sit back and think about it, it's like kind of amazing to me. Cause I just love hip hop, you know, like I love the music and the culture and I've just been blessed to have those opportunities. To you know? be a part of it. Like used in the shits. Like I'm talking, right, uh, right. I'm talking about like, hold on. I, I still got, I know there's so many, right. But, but I still got to say, um, cool DJ Red Alert from um, Red Alert. Yeah. Red uh, Alert. Cause he was one of, you know, I was like a young kid, like problem. just, just you know in my in my early teens and my neighborhood friends shout out to mixtape eddie mm. they would get red alert tapes so we listened to red alert you know and that's how i used to listen to kenny k in tampa and then <laughs> dj red alert tapes and and then later in life like being able to to meet red alert and then mm. developing a friendship with him Mm. where he he knows my family you know he checks on wow. my wife my daughter everybody wow. and and i got to uh, he did he did my birthday party twice now and that was like a real big thing for me too hmm. just because I'm, I'm, I'm a young kid just learning hip-hop <laughs> listening to red alert and i'm seeing him in like every hip-hop video that was on mtv raps back in the day and on the box so like the box so that now was, now whoa. like red alerts dj on my birthday and that was that was crazy yo that's wow, crazy. man like, that's sick yeah that's sick, man. For I can't real. even imagine, man. Like the time I know I'm I'm a young whippersnapper when you was doing right. your thing at USF. But um right. I used to have the box as well and used to call uh -huh. in to the you know, you call in yeah. the code to watch the video. So I got put on the Wu Tang like that. And right, know, right. you know, like thing only built for um Cuban links and, uh -huh. and ice cream video with all those lovely oh yeah. yeah with all the girls so, <laughs> you know I'm like a fourth fifth grade listening to this and like just being like oh that was my a serious God. record like, yeah you know then you was there you was there with with yeah with like I, I probably spinning those records yeah I, I was man I was I remember like like Wu Tang like I was doing um the college radio when they first dropped and I remember when when I got I would get records in the mail like every day. So I didn't have to go to the record store and buy records anymore. I still went to the record store, but they would come to me. And then every day, you know, I, I would go in the office, I think like on Tuesday and Thursdays and check the answer machine. 
And, um, you know, when I would return the calls, it would be from labels. But when Wu-Tang, I remember Method Man was on the, um, you know, we didn't really know him yet, but he was on my voicemail. I called him back. His mom answered. <laughs> like, I'm calling for Cliff, you know, trying, trying to get the, and they were just, and that's when they was hustling. They was calling the college radio stations trying to get their record played. So they had the number mm. to our office and they called and, and then after that we were breaking their records and then. I ended up opening up for them like three or four times at um, Janice Live, like some big shows. And then and then I, I ended up opening up for Jizza. And then I linked with Ray and DJed for him a couple of times, you know? Oh, yo. man. Yo. Wow. Yo, I'm yeah. just like, sick. yo, <laughs> this, that's <laughs> awesome, man. man. Like, uh, wow. Thank you. Thank like, you, man. Yeah, that's man. Awesome. Can't imagine the experience that you had, man. Actually, you know, them guys were bubbling, you know, right. during that time, they were right, right. new, so they were hungry, mm -hmm. and I'm yes. talking about just, you know, the gritty hip-hop boom bap shit, like, right, right. has that experience, man, but go ahead, I'm and sorry. And you can't I'm, even, and you I'm can't sorry, even sorry. say... <laughs> and you know you can't even say like what's the most fun because when I mean, you dealt with so many different artists yeah because I, I yeah i've had you know like i've had a lot of fun man i'm not gonna lie i mean i've had so many experiences sometimes i forget them and you know like talking to you might bring some back you know what i mean <laughs> <A little laughs> you know going on. Damn. <laughs> yeah 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 i've i've had like hip-hop has been good to me man it's been really mm. good you yeah, know and, and um mm. I mean, like, like we're saying now, like I've got to, to work with a lot of my idols, people that I grew up listening to. I've got to tour, like I got to go to the other side of the world, like to Europe, all through Europe. Yes, yes, um, I know about that. yeah. And you know, and that's all just from from hip hop, man. You know, just and hip hop. And, awesome, man. Yeah. yeah. Wow, word up. That's just hip hop it's been, working. It's been good to me, man. So I want to ask you a question. Um, okay. Uh, did you have any pushback from the higher ups uh, about starting future flavors? Now, before you answer that question, before you okay. answer that, for anybody right. who don't know, Future Flavors was a segment on a national and international platform that debuted right. any local artist with a dream and a radio edited version of their track. So right. the question right. I'm asking Sandman right now is, did they have any pushback? Did you have any pushback from that, like starting that segment? Um, well, let me let me go back to the beginning of that segment because it actually, my man DJ Eakin, he's the one who started it when we mm. were at ninety five seven to beat, and he okay. did have a little pushback because he's the one who, who um, we were doing mix show and we would always sneak some local records in the mix show, <laughs> you know, like on the weekend, you know, because you got to play you got to play what's popping and all that. But we right. would sneak some local records in the mix, but you could only do that. You know, like one record you could get in there. You know, right? Because I mean? it's a schedule. So, um, right, right. So Eakin was the mix show coordinator at um at the radio station. So he was kind of like over me, and he mm -hmm. went to the PD. Shout out to Joe Mama Johnson because he was there Joe at that time. Joe Mama, Joe Mama. <laughs> and, and you know, and and there was local records in the city that was bubbling. You know what I mean? That you know they're running the clubs. Um, the other station would play him here and there. But, you know, you normally only hear it on the weekend in the mix show. But um, he wanted to get a whole segment. You know, we talked about it. Mm -hmm. So Eakin went to Joe Mama, and he got the green light on it. So he originally started it, and then he ran with it. And he was, like, the first one to play the record that Dynasty and I put out. You know, Eakin put that on. Wow. And, and, that, and that was big. So he did have a little static, but, but they had a good relationship. And, and you know, and, and Eakin... Eakin is good at what he does, so he got the green light on it, and he started it, and then he ended up leaving, and we wanted to keep it going, you know what I mean? We didn't want that show to end, because yeah, it was yeah. important. It was important to the local artists. It was. Um, you know, to hear your song on the radio, um, Big. You know, there's there's hundred thousands of people listening, you know what I mean? Exactly. Right, That's right. right. So, so um, then my man DJ Chase, he took over for a little bit, um, shout out to DJ Chase as well. And then I was like the third in line. Mm. You know, Chase Chase gave it over to me. And he's like, you're in touch, you know, with the local community and with the artists. And, and you know, so he, he gave kind of me the torch. 
Mm-hmm. And then I did it for a few, and then I was doing that for a few years. Yeah, so it started with Eakin, it went to Chase, and then it went to me. You? And it just it just ended um, when the pandemic hit, you know, and it ended. Like, there's right. no one doing it anymore. That, make, that makes sense, unfortunately. But yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. But what, but what it was for those listening is, like he was saying, you know, we're on an iHeartRadio station, and, mm-hmm. and we're playing local music. Mm-hmm. You know, we had, we had a section, and... It was just a half hour section, but it was really popular and it was on the radio here and it was on the iHeartRadio app so people could tune in exactly. everywhere exactly. you hear it, you know. That's international. And, international that's exposure. Exposure, man. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I used to do music too, man. So it's uh, like, yeah. I can imagine if I would have right. submitted and it got selected and it's played you on here on the radio. And it played more than one time, you know, like we kept it in the rotation for a little yeah. while. So, so yeah. it would run back, you know, and it was yeah. a good feeling because because you see people, you know, you see their reaction, you know, like, um, you know, there, there's like people like sitting with their family, like waiting, you know, right. and the song comes on and, 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 you know, their mom's happy, you know. Yeah, it it was it's a good feeling, you know, to to give people that joy of hearing themselves on the radio. You know? Yeah, man. Especially you know, when I you have felt that, like a hundred million. Especially up, when you yeah. had that platform, like to have the platform right. and use it in that way. Like right. that was a big look for local artists, man. That was Absolutely. a really big look. When I tell you people yeah. like you said, people would sit with their families or have call everybody, they, call cousin, uh, uh they really girl. would. They you really know. would, you know, because because what I would do, what I would do is, um, you know, we get a lot of submissions and then we had to put them in, you know, into the system, into the iHeart system and then mm-hmm. make sure the coding was right and all of that. Make sure it was clean. Mm-hmm. And then when I did, when I was in there putting the show together for that week, I would actually, you know, go through the email and find their submission and, and actually shoot them a message that yo your song's gonna play tonight because mm. I didn't want them to miss it. You know what I'm saying? Right. I didn't want, yo, I didn't, I didn't want them to miss it. Yo, that's that's love, man. That is yeah, love. Yeah, because Marcus. because you know if your song's gonna be on the radio, you 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 want to hear it. You know, exactly. there were sometimes where people might have been doing something and they didn't hear it, and all their friends blew them up. <laughs> and then I, I I would get tagged in all the Instagram stories and Snapchat stories. Yeah. But I tried. I tried to make sure that I reached out to the artists, and and let them know. And right. I wasn't just playing artists that I personally knew. Like I was playing, you know, we were listening to all kind of submissions. So everybody, there, there's people that I never met, and I played their records like you know twenty right. times on the radio, and just I and I never hot. met them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because yeah. I was feeling it, and I and I and I, and it sounded good to me, and like the people would feel it, you know. Gotta Word. love that, yo. Word, Gotta love yeah, man. Yeah. that. Man. So yeah, now. You had a, a really long relationship with iHeartMedia that kind of abruptly ended, but opened other doors. So right. was it like a catch-22 situation for you, man? Or, you know? I mean, you know, you know, that, that, that like, I was, I was mixing on there for 16 years, man, for a long time. Long time, and, man. Real yeah, long time. And then, and then the last few, you know, it started out slow, but I finally got up to a good spot there, and, um, I was actually on the radio every day. So I was doing the um the throwback lunch party at noon. Facts. Monday through Friday. And then Friday night and Saturday night, I was doing a two-hour mix show in the evening, right? Facts. So Friday and Saturday. And then Sunday, I was doing Future Flavors, right? Facts. So I was on every day of the week. <laughs> and, then, and then that one day, you know, I, I just got a phone call, you know, from my PD, uh, I got to shout out uh, Michael McGuire because he he always gave me love and he taught me a lot on the radio. Word so up. I give him love too. But I got a call from him. He asked how my day was. I had a bad day because I just came from from like a like an emergency room type of situation. Oh man, health issue. And yeah. I'm like, yo, I'm not having that good a day, man. This has happened to me. He's like, oh, I'm sorry to hear. Then he's like, yo, my um so and so is here. He wants to talk to you. And it's like the GM of the station. He put him on the oh, phone. And, shit. Oh shit. Oh. And then he's just like, yo, we're going in a different direction, you know, just like that on the on the telephone. Damn. So that was kind of oh, crazy, man. you know. That was kind of crazy. Yeah, that's that real crazy. That's like... yeah, because I, I wasn't ready for it. You know, I thought he was just calling to to tell me about the mix. He ain't like my mix or something, or he did like the mix, or you oh, know what I'm saying? I don't know, but he 
Making but he sure called he was all me. right. <laughs> yeah, just checking on me. But yeah. but it turned out um, they just they just let me go. And then um, a couple of the other DJs that work with me there, you know, maybe like five or ten minutes later, I got a text from them, like, because I was actually going to Puerto Rico the next day on vacation. Damn. You know, with the fam. Word up. And and then Chase was gonna take take over for me, and he hit me like, "Yo, I can't fill in for Future Flavors or your shift because I gotta let go." And I'm like, damn, well, so did I. Because I didn't know what to think when it happened. You know, I didn't know what to think. Right. I was just like, I was just shocked and in disbelief because it was just from a phone call, you know. And then. It's so long, though. Yeah, yeah. And then I was just already, like, off of the website. You know, I, I wanted to log my hours in and submit my timesheet for the for that week. And I couldn't do none of that. I was already erased. Ah. So, so that was crazy. And and then I went I went to Puerto Rico for a few days anyway. and that was kind of that was actually cool because Tom yeah, Tom yeah. I, I i wasn't here to like you know be sad about it you know i mean i was there and i was sad a little bit but exactly. i was still away from i was away from here you know what I mean? exactly exactly yeah 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 and then while i was over there while i was over there you know a lot of people heard about it and then they started hitting me and reaching out and um you know, and then and that and and immediately, like I didn't really know. I mean, I already know I'm gonna still DJ and and do my parties and do all of that. I already knew that automatic because I was doing all that before I was on exactly you no know, iHeart Station. You know, what I'm saying exactly. I I I just told myself like, um, you know, I made the radio great. You know, that was my like my saying. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I made like I made y'all great. So I'm still gonna be great. Regardless, you know what I mean. <laughs> that was that was my hashtag. Real talk. Yeah, yeah, that that was my hashtag for a minute. Like I made the radio great. You know what I mean. So um, so, but but you know, I just had some more blessings in, and that's kind of when a you know like a week or two later, that's when um, well not even a week or two later, like the next day, Creative Loafing, which is the newspaper here one of the um the local newspapers that supports um music and the arts in Tampa mm-hmm. they reached out about me um because they they reached out to me because my blog on on iHeart's cuz they do blogging too but they like they love my blog cuz I did a lot of blogging about local artists you know mm-hmm. if you would have went to the radio station's page mm-hmm. and you went to my page you would have seen local artists videos on there um you know so they they liked that I was doing that, and they're like, "Yo, we want you to still do that for us," you know. Mm. So so oh, so I'm doing that with them. Um, I'm doing that with them now, and then shortly after that is when Symphonic, the guys from Symphonic Distribution, reached out as well. And then when I came back, and we we had a couple meetings, and that's when well they they actually their first thing to me was let's keep the the format of like future flavors that i'm doing oh okay so, well so not even okay. just the record label thing you know um they're like so they because because they distribute music to um to everywhere worldwide like via via spotify title apple music um facebook youtube these are like tiktok you know Word. and and they gave me they were, we sat down and they're like, let's, let's keep it going where we'll give you a platform where you can do a podcast. It'll be a monthly thing. So that's what I'm doing now. Um, to, to, to expose new, not, not only local music to my city, but local music, other places too. So right. what I'm doing. So um, that's kind of what they reached out to me about originally awesome. about doing that. So, um, so we put that in motion too, and we started that a couple of months ago, and I'm I'm calling it next up, next. So up. like you know, yeah, next up. So I got a I got a podcast called Next Up, and um, it's it's more of a music podcast because I'm playing okay. I'm playing artist music, mm-hmm. and then I am interviewing a couple of the artists that we feature, mm-hmm. and and I'm doing like I was on Future Flavors, you know, I'm shouting out everybody's socials, you know, where they're yeah. from. This word, is where this word. record's from. Here's how you get right. at them. And then a few of the artists we're doing interviews with too. So okay. it's like, a, you know, each, I've only done three episodes. Only episode one and two are out now. The third one's coming out, I think, next week. Okay. Um, 
so I'm doing that um, via Symphonic Distribution. It's called Next Up, and, th and that's sent to, um, like, you can hear it on Spotify, on Google, on Amazon Music. You know, you can go, you know, people with those services can go there and listen to it. Right. And then after it comes out on those, I'm releasing the video interviews that I do with the artists. You know, after the episode's okay. out for a, for a week or two, I'm going to put the yeah. videos out. Yeah. And then um, I'm putting it up, like, on my Mixcloud page as well. Okay, so uh, so we need to be looking forward to next up. Yeah, next up, next up, next up, yep. man. So yo, we're we're, we're featuring, sure you know, uh -huh. we're featuring new and upcoming artists on on there. Yeah, y'all make sure y'all check that out too. Anybody listening to you know, the to the podcast, and, man, y'all y'all check that out. Next up, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah, it's called Symphonic Distribution presents Next Up. That's what it is. So okay, so you well, know, and and, and and you know that could be bigger than what I was doing on future flavors because it can reach more people too. Exactly. You know what I mean? It has the opportunity to get, get music out there to more people as well. Exactly. Absolutely. So that opens up a like it opens up more doors. So basically it yeah yeah it wasn't it was a catch twenty two because it opened right. up so many other doors for you to reach more people yeah. to really uh uh, get that out there, like all the local artists, all the different artists that are, that are independent. They may be independent, mm -hmm. right? Artists that are right, right, right. Yeah. So, so it gives me opportunity to to keep it going. What I was doing, and and it, like I said earlier, I was there every single day. So there was every day I'm doing a mix. You know, what I'm saying for the radio, like every day mm -hmm. for years and years and years, and that takes years. a lot of time. You know, and you gotta go, you gotta get all the music. You gotta know. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to sound good and I'm at the station every day. Mm -hmm. And and you know, and then I gotta be up in the early, early in the morning. I got a family, so yeah, I'm not yeah. able I wasn't able to go to a lot of the local events like I used to. Mm -hmm. I would still go, but there was a lot of stuff, you know. I, I felt like people would be mad because they would always invite me, like, yo, I'm performing <laughs> here, I'm doing this, and they want me to be there, and I wanna be there, but I'm so busy you know, doing all this other stuff, I didn't have time to be there and, and get like at least six hours of sleep, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, so, too. so it, it, it helped me. Now I got more time to, to do that and, and be at more places and, and network with more artists and more DJs and more companies yeah, as well. Man. So, so yeah, it was a catch 22. It's a blessing and a curse. I'm not on the radio every day, but like I said earlier, I made the radio great, and I'm still gonna be great. Man. <laughs> right, do, right. Man. You're gonna you make know? everything you do great, so it don't even fucking matter. <laughs> yeah, and then and then like like my my mix syndicate family, you know, we're like a um, like a DJ family. There's DJs in every all the major cities, smaller cities in Europe mm -hmm. as well. Wow. And you wow. know, they got the opportunity for me to mix on the station in California. You know, so so I'm still mixing on the radio. I'm just not on it every single day, you know, in my city. Yeah. And I'm yeah. still and I'm still, you know, and and I got more time to hustle and and you know, do the label and do the next up podcast. And then it, and, it, and then it ain't no telling when that'll change anyway because with right. you being a staple right. in the community right. like with of us I'm not even just going to say Tampa, Central Florida. But you being uh, a staple like that like it's there's no telling what the future has to hold because you're making moves People right. see you making moves, you know, right. with, with with all that happening. It, I mean, everything falls into line, kind of like what was you talking about earlier with with uh, Dynasty, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. yeah. So you know. Yeah. So, yeah. so um, so I had yeah. another question for you, man. So, what made you start your path towards the turntables and like, uh, um, where, where was your first actual gig, bro? Like, where? where... <laughs> What was the Man, first that's, that's, one that did cherry pop? I, I, I know my first gig because I just <laughs> talked about this the other day with one of my friends. We were talking about it. Uh -huh. So, um, so I mean, like I was in junior high school. You know, that's that's like when you start getting into music, I think. I yeah. mean, some people might get in earlier. Nah, but, you know, nah. I knew my parents' music before that. But then after right. that, I'm in. Right. You know, I, I'm with, with you know, my, my peers in school. Yeah. And I'm hearing music and we're passing tapes. And that's when I kind of caught the hip hop bug. You know, and then I go into high school, and 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 I'm listening to hip hop, and I'm and all my friends are a lot of my friends are listening to hip hop, and then 
I'm I'm learning who the DJs are in the high school, you know. So I was going okay. to like middle school dance, junior high dances, and high school dances, uh-huh. and I would always be fascinated at the DJ, you know, playing the music. I thought it was it was, it was incredible. Yeah. And um, and I first started out out as I first started out rhyming before I D de- I, I had a DJ. Okay. So one of my <laughs> one of my friends in high school was a DJ, and uh-huh. I, I would hang with him. And I uh, I rapped in a talent show, and he was my DJ with Sandman and Spinbad. Shout out to Heath Gordon. And um, and then and then I got turntables. You know, my parents got me some turn a mixer for Christmas, and I had one turntable. I didn't have two; I only had one. Uh-huh. And I was already buying records just to just to listen to them, because the only way you can hear hip hop is on tapes or buying the twelve inch or the album. And I was buying records yeah. just to listen to them at my house. Right. And um and um. So I had all these records that I was buying just because I love the music. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, let me try this, too, because I was trying to rhyme. I was trying to DJ a little bit, trying to mm-hmm. scratch. Because that, that was the thing. That was the thing. Just trying, yeah, yeah. I was just trying to do everything in the culture. You know what I mean? I, right. I wanted to go paint on buildings at that time, too, but I, was, <laughs> I didn't want to get arrested, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'll tag something up real quick. Let me see what yeah, yeah. my hand do. Let me see what my yeah, hand yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. Because I would draw. I would draw. And I was like, I wanted to go try to do it on a building, but I don't want to get arrested. Or get you know, I didn't want I didn't want to get in trouble. So, and, and I just I like like I was saying I was I was friends with you know the DJs. Like one of my best friends in high school, his brother was a DJ, mm-hmm. and like his two friends were DJs. And then it turned out that those were the guys when I was in junior high that were DJing the my high my junior high dances. I didn't know that at the time, but a little bit later when I'm in high school, I'm like, oh y'all were the DJs playing all these records. So that was kind of cool to me. And I would hang out at their house and just watch what they did. Mm. Oh, soak it up, soak up again. Yeah, and I just would, I would just go home and practice what I was doing, you know. And add your own my, spin my, to my, it. my first gig, my first gig where I DJed by myself was, um, man, it's so long ago. But <laughs> my my friend, gra- my friend, I graduated from high school, and then my other friend graduated like a year or two later. And I want to say the first gig I ever did. Um, man, it was in 1991, I think. Oh man, wow. long time ago, long time, long time. Yeah. I'm old school, man. I'm old school. <laughs> so, so my friend, shout out to um brother, shout out to brother Idris. Um, in high school, he went by Hug, like Hug a book, and he was an MC. Okay. And um, but he was a few years younger than me, so he hmm. I got out of high school earlier than he came out, like maybe two years later. And then he was having a graduation party and he knew that I was, I was, he knew that I was hip hop, you know, and he knew that I had all the records because we had built a relationship after I did the high school talent show uh-huh. when I rhymed because he was like the what? best MC. He was the best MC in the school. And then people uh-huh. heard me rhyme and they're like, yo, you should battle hug a book. You got to oh. battle hug. See, that's and I wasn't no battle rapper. I'm like, you know, <laughs> I was just, I was just trying to have fun and yeah. do hip hop. Yeah. You know? Exactly. But he knew I had all the records because he started coming to my house after that. Mm. And then he's like, yo, you got to come DJ my party. So that was my first party, you know, DJing his graduation party. He he rented out like a, a community hall on Columbus Avenue in the city. And mm. then, um, and, oh, I, and, okay. I, and, 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 um, my, my dad had helped me build a little coffin for my turntables, you know, out of some wood. And we got some carpet and, and try to make it look nice. So I had my turntables and a mixer. Official. It was official, man. I had my strobe light. I had that, my strobe light. And I had like three crates of records. And we went and did this party, man. And it was, and it was great, man. It was great. You know, yeah, that, that was my first party. And it got shut down and the cops came. Oh, so, you know, man, you know, it was good though. If you're doing a party and the cops show up, you know, it was and live. It right? was live. It was live, all the way live. Live. It was live, yeah. Someone, someone punched a hole in the wall. Um, I still remember his name is Ben Brown because everybody's like, Ben Brown punched a hole in the wall. Someone oh. got in a fight or he was mad at some girl, but he punched a hole in the wall. And then the dude, the, the, the owner of the, of the hall was there. So he called the police, and then the police came and shut everybody down. Damn! But that, oh. but that was my first party. That was my That's first, first party. party. I know it was a long story, 
I'm no, sorry no, it took me a minute. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, history, so, yo. That's history, man. All yeah, the way. That, that was the first party that I, I DJed by myself. Me <laughs> and, and my neighbor, um, one of my best friends, too, his name is Brian, Brian Kiter. He wasn't into hip hop, but him and I were just friends. So he's like, yo, I'm going to roll with you and help roll you out. You know, yeah, yeah, he yeah. was he was just kind of like he was just kind of my, my my sidekick. But, you know, yeah, <laughs> entourage. So that was my first party. The entourage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So him and I were talking about that not too long ago, man. Yeah, man, that's crazy, yo. So it's cool how you remember all that too, man. That's you know history, I mean? yeah. though. But but when stuff awesome. like that happens, you bro, that. you yeah. can't forget yeah. it. Like that's like yeah. forget. Yeah. That's like remembering your first. Like if you if you're an MC, if you're a rapper, or whatever you want to call yourself, your first rhyme you ever wrote, I guarantee you, you're not gonna forget that one because it took you so right. long to sit so back and try to, to memorize it. it yeah. <laughs> so you can sound yeah. cool when you do it. Yeah. You know? And then like, you had to get the, and you had to get the nerves to like. Yeah, you had to get the nerves to do it. Yeah, and then you had to, and then you had to get the nerves up to let other people hear it. Here you, you know go. Saying? Like let your people hear I'm it. Guilty of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, man. Yeah, awesome. man. That's crazy, yeah. man. So, uh, all right. So I got a little segment here. All right. So I only do this for uh, VIP. I only do this for VIP now. So I'm afraid of segments. <laughs> all right, what are we doing? What are we doing? Okay, so I know when it comes to music, you know your shit. All right. Okay. So I have the resident hip hop head of Put It Like This podcast, Omar okay. Fitzy. What do? What it do? He, he here <laughs> to ask a few trivia questions, if you don't mind. No pressure. Okay. No, no pressure. pressure. It's all fun. Okay. Okay. No, no I mean, it's all fun. It's all and fun it, and games. I, I'll be the tally. I'll take the points. I'll do the points. <laughs> Omar uh-huh. Fitz, <laughs> you asked the questions. So this is the Fitzy segment right here. So yeah, y'all, the, I mean, go exactly. ahead. Ask, ask your questions, Fitzy. All right, I'm DJ a, Sam, man. From, from, <laughs> from our conversation, basically, okay. it sounds like you were born in this hip hop culture and um i just have a few questions to ask there's nothing crazy so basically as we all know we're we're pretty much tampa we got to represent i wanted to ask you if you knew what is the name of tampa's very own tom g's first single they came out with his first tom g's first single yes sir i'm sure you spun it oh i mean i probably did but i don't know what the first single i don't want to i don't know if it was city boy or not? I don't uh-huh. think it was City Boy. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. That's oh, it. Ding, ding, was, ding, it was, ding, ding. was City Boy his first one? Ding, That's ding, ding. Boy with it. <laughs> first single um, off of his first album, Mark, Mark Money. And I want to say yeah. it was like 2005. Yeah. And, you know, the, the song right. was bubble before that. But, right, right. It was. It was. It was. was in the clubs doing that City Boy with it. it City yeah. Boy. With it. You know what yeah. I mean? And they brought yeah. it back last year with Lil And they brought it back with Lil Duval, yeah. man, on yeah, the beat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was good, yeah. man. Shout out to Tom so, G, man. Shout out to Tom G. I love Tom G. I love Tom G, man. Absolutely. Shout out to Tom, right. Tom yeah. man. So we got oh, yeah, City so, Boy with it. That's one for you. You got one. Okay. So, yeah, I got one. that one. I got that one. Yes, sir. This one should this one should be pretty easy for you, man. And um, you know, my <laughs> man declares himself as the king of the south, respectfully so. Um, what was the name and year of TI's first album? Oh man, the name and the year. Yes, sir. What was yeah, the name of was the, the album? First album and what year? The album brought? was serious though, no, right? Serious. Close enough. We'll give him the point. Okay. I'm serious. Yeah, I'm serious. I'm serious. We got half a point. I don't know. And then what year was it? Oh, man. I don't know the year. I'm bad with years. I'm not going to lie. I'm bad with years. <laughs> All right. Um. But 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 hold on. Uh, when when that uh-huh. album came out, right? Uh-huh. I got uh-huh. you see all the I got all the records in the back. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. And yeah, I probably sure. could pull it out because I do have when when tips first singles came out. Mm hmm. It didn't say T.I., it said T.I.P. T.I.P., right? yes, sir. Right. It said tip on it, and before the album came out, he had to change it because of Q-Tip yep. from Tribal Club. Ah. So yep. I, got, I got the vinyl that says tip on it, T.I.P. I still got mm. them records. <laughs> from the I'm Serious album. <laughs> if you give up, I'll tell you the year. you be like, That's oh, fire. I need shit. So, I just so don't remember the year. I don't so remember the year. The, what was the year? Oh, 2001. 2001. 2001. That was 01? Okay. So, hey. 
Okay, so, uh, sir. Sandman, he you got half of the you got half of the. Inch. I got oh, half. I got, got half. half but point. I should got. That's still good. That's still good. I should have got a quarter point for the twelve inch with TIP on. Well, it. Well, you know what? You did, <laughs> yo, did, oh, all right. So nah, you got. Nah, I get a half. I take that. Nah, nah. You got three quarters of a point now. You got two <laughs> and three quarters right now. So. <laughs> all right, all right. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right, Mike. Got <laughs> one and three quarters. All right. This one, this one, you may actually know it, man. Um. Basically, this is a good hip hop question. No matter, I'm not who good at talking. trivia, man. But go ahead. You know, okay, but you, but you know this shit. You know this. You, shit. Okay. I know you're going to okay. know this one. I know so you. So this one, I wanted to ask, how many official? We talking the first album. How many official members are there in the Wu Tang Clan? We talking thirty six chambers, official members. official members. And if you can name them, you get an extra point. If you can name them all. <laughs> man, I don't know, man. I don't know. I tried. I tried to. I I, I tried to say that the other day. I mean, mm. um, RZA, JZA, uh huh, um, Inspector Deck, uh huh, you guys, uh-huh. Raekwon, the Chef, uh-huh. Ghostface Killer. What? Did I say Method Man yet? Not yet. Not yet. But you, you just did. Old Dirty Bastard. Yes, sir. That's eight and Master Killer. Beep, um, beep, 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 and, and then and then you got Capadonna like in and out. You yeah, know yeah, man. He was locked up. Because yes, he was locked up when they <laughs> first <laughs> dropped it. Exactly. So he was yeah. on the, on the so, first album. Yeah. Hell that yeah. Especially hell yeah. you named all nine MCs. Yes, sir. <laughs> 36 <laughs> chambers. My man. Yes, sir, man. And shout out to Matt, DJ Mathematics, too, man. Shout yes, out to Matt Mathematics. DJ Mathematics, he's the one that created the W logo. Yep. That's yes, the sir. homie right there, man. Yes, I, I got to work with him a couple times. Man, you playing yeah, with the Godfather right uh, now, man. Don't, 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 uh, <laughs> don't even disrespect him like that. Put some, put some respect <laughs> on his name. Real. <laughs> I was nervous for a minute. I was nervous hey, for a you, minute. Hey, I told you, man, you got this, man. My next <laughs> question. All right. So I think this, this is the last this is the last question. Second to last. I got oh, like okay. Okay. Let me oh, mind my okay, business. Okay. All right. There we go. go I've actually got three, but either way, we'll make this quick. All right, All right. So has Nas ever released a double album? Has Nas ever released a double album? Tell me the name if he did and what year, if you know it. Oh, man. The double album by Nas? Mm. Yes, sir. Uh-oh. I don't, was the N album double album? Was that the double album? No, no sir. sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right, which one was the double album? All right, y'all, y'all ready? You give up? Yeah, yeah. The double I- album is Streets Disciple. Streets Disciple. Streets Disciple. It came out 2004. The same year my first son was born. Yes, sir. 2004. All right. That's what's up. That's what's up. Okay. You got me on it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's what, hey, you trying, you trying to stump you me? Right. Nah, you're right. You're right. The- you're right. It is Disciple. Hold, hold on. Hold on. If you're you trying to stump the Godfather, man, you got to come with some heavy questions, man. You can't just come with no Rudy Poop questions. No, no. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. Man. I got to. Indeed, man. This I got, is like, fun. Two whole crates fun. of Nas records, like two whole sections are all Nas. I, I, I should have known that. I should have known that. The but vinyl. Okay. You got hey, the it's vinyl. See, good. it's a difference. It's a difference between when you got the vinyl between getting the CDs. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. I got the CDs too, though. I got CDs too. <laughs> Word up. So yeah. my next question is, uh, what is the name of the artist, hip hop artist? Who received a Pulitzer Prize for what album? So, what's the name of the artist and the name of the album? Pulitzer Prize for one album. Kendrick Lamar. You got it. It is. That's the name of the album. But I don't know if it was the Good Kid, Mad City album or the other album. Okay. Other? Name the other album. The next album. Um, I don't know the name or title of it off my head. I just know the album in the end. It rhymes yeah. with Pam. <laughs> it rhymes with Pam. Uh huh. Oh man, I I I can't recall the name of the album at the it's, moment. It's, I'm sorry. I, okay, it was from. But the, but it was Kendrick. It was Kendrick. It was Kendrick. So, Kendrick. so, so he got so he get three quarters of a point for the Kendrick. <laughs> <laughs> I get was, a half. I get I'll get a half because I I can't think of the album right now. It just slipped my the mind. Album? 
Yeah. Title is, damn. That's it was damn. Oh, oh yeah, damn, damn, one. damn. The last one he just yeah. came out with. With humble yeah, on man. it. And, uh, yeah. Very great. Yep. Yeah, yeah, man. I should have hey. known that. I should have known that. But, but that's I, cool. That's cool. That's a good question. <laughs> hey man, I appreciate you for coming on, man, and Sir. spending your time with us. That was our that was our little segment for with with uh, okay. the Fitzy, you know what I mean? With Fitzy yeah. challenge, the Fitzy challenge. That's what we call it, the Fitzy challenge, because Fitzy that's our challenge. resident that's our resident hip hop head. You know what I mean? So I figured, okay. I, I figured he could go if he could come at Shout the Godfather. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that. Those are good questions, man. I like them all. No yeah, problem. No, we worked it out. <laughs> anything you want to plug, man? Anything, any adventures you got going on you want to plug and let everybody know mm. about? Illsboro, man. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, of course, Illsboro, um, the podcast, the Next Up podcast, um, mm. that's streaming everywhere. And and I'm gonna have the link. The links to the other episodes are on my website on djsandman.com. Mm -hmm, so um, you can check that out. And I'm yes, and sir. I'm starting to upload a lot of my um, a lot more of my radio mixes too, and getting those out because a lot of people hit me up and like, yo, we want you know they like my mixes, so mm -hmm. I got to keep that going and get those out. Yes, sir. So djsandman.com, the next up podcast, mm -hmm. and um. Stay locked in with Illsboro, man. Illsboro.com for, for artists out there that, um, you know, if you want to submit something, you know, for us to distribute, um, yeah. you can go to Illsboro.com. I got a demo submission page on there. Um, also, I got the Illsboro merch, you know, that's popping now, too. Right Shout out to a lot of people has been hitting me about getting, you know, I got the hat here, hats and shirts and hoodies and all that, you know, repping the yes, city. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Got to. Yeah, um, man. So, um, so yeah, that's it. The Illsboro Next Up podcast and um, DJSandman.com, you know, and then, and then hopefully we'll be back, you know, in the clubs heavy and with yeah, Dynasty man. back in Europe sometime soon, you know, oh, like, some, you know, I got, I got a lot of new projects that's getting ready to, to drop on, on um, Illsboro too, you know, I'm working with Mighty Ja out of St. Pete. I love him. I know my man, Mighty Ja, ja man. We want to yeah, ride yeah. That's my yeah, man. man. Like, so we're working on a project. We're gonna get him out in 2021. <laughs> the Ruckus, up, man? Um, the Ruckus crew, my man Funk Ghost, my man Cotton, and and just mm. uh, you know, a lot of other artists. You know, we're gonna do some singles and a few albums and whatnot. Awesome. So yeah, just stay locked in with me at, at DJSandman.com, man, or or on my IG at DJSandman813. So anybody can hit me right there. There you go. Awesome. There you go, man. Yo. Awesome. Yo, oh, hold on, hold on. Okay. I'm doing Tampa Hip Hop Talk too, like another Woo! podcast called Tampa Hip Hop Talk. Okay. Woo! I'm gonna, I'm gonna do. I started it like a little bit ago, but I didn't get my schedule done yet. Where I'm gonna be, you know, talking to, talking to like Tom G and and Tampa That's Tony and some other players that that did a lot of stuff in the city. You know, that that need to have their story told. So I'm kind of working on that too. I'm so that's sure that's Rock and Rod got it, a good story too. Rock and yeah, Oh yeah, Rock we're definitely Rod. we're definitely talking to Rock and Rod, man. I yes, used to sir. be on Bird Street. Yep. I used to be on Bird Street. <laughs> um, getting Rock and Rod tapes and and, and and he had vinyl in there, you know. Rock and Rod had vinyl in there too. Yes, so, that was so huge, but everybody yeah. knows everybody. I swear to God. Yeah, man. That was that <laughs> yeah, was the spot right yeah. there, though. That was definitely the spot. Yeah. And and I got up on Rock and Rod when I was going to USF because I was doing, um, when I was out there doing college radio, I was also doing some fraternity and sorority parties for like the Qs, the Alphas, so Sigmas, but he was doing them parties too, you know, and mm -hmm. Rock and Rod would pull up with his truck with Rock and Rod DJs <laughs> on. Rock and Rod DJ. And you know, he that. might be doing the Alpha party on Friday and then I would do the Q party on Saturday, yeah. but I would be at the Alpha party. So that's, that's how I got on Rock and Rod. <laughs> and then we were on, and then we were on Bird Street, you know, going through tape books, rock and oh, rod tape oh, books and, and oh. records. Yep. Oh man, bro. tape books. They had the studio yeah, in man. the back. The Nebraska and Bird, <laughs> Tampa Tony, uh, Eminem, yep. Eminem. Asdi, all them yeah. used to live right yep. next to Got It Boy. My man Got It Boy, who was yeah, on the last yep. album coming out yeah. tomorrow. They used to live yeah. like right there in Summer that was, Springs. That was springs man. So that was so spring. we used to play basketball with them boys, man. Like yeah. right, right. Like Tampa has such a rich history. Yeah, they they were yeah, so so I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna try to Yeah, man. So I wanna talk to all of them, man. I wanna talk to everybody. Absolutely. That's fire. You know, that's fire. Because 
Because all those people influenced me, man. All them people influenced right. me. You know what I mean? I mean, I was right there with them, but I'm still, it's still people I looked up to and, mm. you know, and admired, you know? Absolutely. Shout out to Rock and Rod and, and to Eminem, man, and Nasty. Yeah, Nasty had a big record, man, my Cadillac. All of them. Yeah, my Cadillac. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and shout man. out to Bass Style and H Ski and Rated R and all them guys too, man. Yeah, real. You got to show love, yes, and that's sir. the same. That's part of the reason why I had to have you on because, you know, between you, H, and 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 all the people you named, Rated R, Rock and Roll, all those people mm-hmm. are right. a, a big influence on the way right. I made music and the way I move. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Right. Y'all right, always right. were moving. Y'all always was like the movers and shakers of the city. Grinding, man. And yeah. I, I got so yeah. much respect for y'all, man, for this, everything Indeed. y'all yeah. done for the city. Everything. Right. Like, people don't even know what y'all done for the city. You know what I mean? Right. Like, even, even that stuff I have respect for. And right. you know what I mean? You got to have, you got to have, give people their roses while they're alive, man. Because That's the fact. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you definitely do, man. Because because they influenced, you know, the the, the sound and just, just like you said, like the way that you recorded it and the way you moved, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And, yes. and, I, and I was here, you know, listening to Kenny K before that and listening to, to Red Alert tapes from up north. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting all the up north hip hop, but I'm still in Tampa rolling with all my Tampa people and I'm getting all of that influence from the city here too and everything coming up from Miami as well. Right. You know? Right, Shout out the bass style and Jam yeah. Pony and, and all <laughs> Jam Pony, yeah. Yo, you brought it back with that one. Delivering, word up. I think that had a, I think that had a big influence on me too, man. But from because right. I, but between I did half of my life in Trenton, New Jersey, and half of my life uh-huh. down, down in Tampa. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like it was like yeah. I brought that that I was one of the first people in Tampa. No lie, uh-huh. I was one of the first people in Tampa to play Fifty Cent, and I brought it down. And people was like, Fifty Cent, what the what the hell is that? Right. And then right. I remember, and, yeah, and then the rob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How to rob? How to rob? Yeah. Mixtape too, by the way. And then a few months, and, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a few months later, this guy busts yeah. out the scenes, like, and then he bust out. Yo, yeah, Fifty, was, 50 performed. <laughs> 50 came to Tampa and performed and there wasn't even that many people there because nobody knew it. This is when he had nobody How to Rob. Yeah, How to he Rob. At the Manila. He was at the Manila on 7th Ave. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. If you if you look it up on, if you if you, if you you Google, if you look it on YouTube, there's video of it. Like a young 50 Cent. Like all my boys was there and, you know, we was just on 50 Cent from, from the mixtapes, you know, from How to Rob and some mixtape joints. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's big up north, man. He's big in New York. Right, right, right. He was real big in New York. So it took a minute. It took a minute for for him to break through here. But when he did, he did. But he was here early, though. He came through early. Yeah, Yeah. man. That's That's fact. I remember 99. I remember. History, you know. History. Yep, yep. But, but, you know, so you was Jersey? You said Trenton? Trenton, New Jersey, man. That's where I was at. Yeah, I lived half of my life up there, half of my life in Tampa. So T-Town, Okay, okay. That's dope, man. That's real dope. That's real dope. Shout out to Jersey, man. Shout Shout out out Jersey, Jersey. man. Shout out to Jersey. Shout out to Florida. Shout out everybody. Everybody in the world. Everybody that's listening to this podcast and everybody, you already know who we were talking to. James Sandman. DJ (laughs) Sandman. Better. Uh You know, so appreciate it, man. Appreciate yeah, the love, man. man for real, no, for no real. Problem. I had fun with you guys. No, yeah, yeah, man, definitely. Had a ball, definitely. Man. I yeah. had a ball. I had a ball. So, right now, you've been listening to Put It Like This podcast available on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and other popular streaming platforms. With your host, Wildcard Spades. I have to give a big thank you to my guests for joining us today. Thank you, Omar Fitzy, for joining. And a big you know thank it. you. And a big thank you to the Godfather, the big homie, DJ Sandman, for coming on and joining us it's today. Some knowledge, bro. It's, it's an honor, man. Thank hey, you, man. Thank you, man. Hey. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's a pleasure to be here with you guys, man. For real. Hey, no doubt, man. Hey, hey, this has been. This has been a real good episode, and we got more episodes uh, coming for y'all, man. This is the new year. This is the new year episode, uh, Sandman. So you okay, the first. Okay. So you're gonna be top the of the first, year, baby. You're the first top guest. Of the year. Top of the year, man. You the, the first, first guest of the year. Up. So you got to start That's it off up. the right way. 
You know what I mean? All right, perfect, perfect, man. I appreciate that, man. That's love, that's love. Yeah, man, but yeah. hey, y'all already know what it's about to be. Definitely, man. Got more content. Stay tuned.